What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we'll talk about sports betting news over the last week or so. Let's get into it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right. A lot of today's show is, uh, like I said, news over the last week. We're going to try and make this a quick show today. I'm not feeling too hot. Got a couple of issues with the throat. And... Uh, so we're going to try and get in, get out today. A lot of soccer going on, too, that we need to be working. Uh, a lot of today's news comes from sports books wanting to get involved more and more in marketing. I saw that uh, Pat McAfee, Inc., Pat McAfee, of course, who has a couple podcasts, uh, the ex-Colts punter, uh, the Pat McAfee show. Uh, they are doing an exclusive partnership with FanDuel. So FanDuel spending more and more money on marketing, getting involved with uh, uh, tons of media outlets and uh, TV networks, and it's, it seems they're going to be exclusive with the Pat McAfee show. It's the first of its kind in terms of an exclusive deal with a media company. So certainly uh, uh, precedents are being set with how much to spend in marketing for sports books. Now, in case you guys didn't know, yesterday or when was it earlier on this week or uh, earlier this week on the show, we talked about money management and things like that. When you get bonuses from sports books, that bonus money actually comes directly from their marketing budget. So what'll happen is during these times, like right now when there's a whole bunch of books popping up everywhere, a lot of these places have huge marketing budgets and that's where you get your deposit money from. Once things slow down, trust me, the bonuses slow down as well. But aside from that, I'm noticing more and more in terms of FanDuel, DraftKings, now MGM, wanting to get in the mix and spend more money to keep up with one another. Matter of fact, there was an article that came out. When did this article come out? A couple days ago, I believe. Uh, oh, July 8th, just yesterday. Um, GVC, MGM, pledged to spend, quote, whatever it takes with DraftKings in their sites. So this article on Legal Sports Report, I can go ahead and post it today. But what it talks about is the fact that GVC who is a company from the UK, uh, and Roar Digital, their partners here in America, collectively who own BetMGM, they want BetMGM to be as big as possible. They announced yesterday another $250 million in new funding, bringing the total investment up to $450 million they're putting into advertising. The article goes on to say, that was not the only investment made, as GVC Chief Executive Kenny Alexander put strong words behind the cash. Alexander said the firm wouldn't hesitate to increase that investment further to take a run at DraftKings and FanDuel, which is just the, the amount of money being put into marketing for DraftKings and FanDuel. We'll get into this here in a few minutes, but you know how it could be much better spent? Getting better handicappers, hiring better people to make lines, because what I'm seeing is it's a whole bunch of talk, a whole bunch of money being spent. Hey, come bet here. And then you bet there. And these places are terrible. Now, I'll tell you why I think these places are terrible here in a few minutes. But my point is, what's happening here, especially with BetMGM and other places like FanDuel potentially, is they're spending a lot of money to get people in without making the product good. So they, they, all they care about is number of customers. But what they're going to realize is when good customers get there, they're not going to bet with them for very long at all. I mean, BetMGM right now is one of the absolute worst sports books that you can get online or find online in terms of how much the house is holding. Now, typically, we're all used to, when I say we're all, the, the majority of you guys out there, you're not betting these weird soccer games that we're always talking about. You may be betting NFL, NBA, things like that. 
you are all used to betting minus 110, right? You bet 110 to win 100 on whatever it is, whether it's Michigan plus seven or the Denver Broncos minus three. It's, it's usually minus 110. What BetMGM is doing is changing that from minus 110. Well, they'll keep one side minus 10, minus 110, and they'll put the other side minus 125. It's ridiculous, which is, by the way, an 8% household. Do you want to know the average household? About 4.5%. MGM is doubling that. They are fucking you over, laughing in your face, giving you the middle finger right there on the, on the computer while they're giving you bonuses and boosts and then begging you to come play on their website. But then really, when you go do a little bit of research and a little bit of homework, you realize BetMGM completely robs you blind from their households. By the way, this is not false. And I could get in trouble saying this legally if this were not true. This is completely true. Last week... BetMGM in a Premier League soccer game had the household for a multi-way bet, which is a multi-way market is many things you can bet on, you know, first goal score, first touchdown score, things like this. There was a first goal scorer bet on BetMGM and the household was over 150%. That's like charging $100,000 for a car that's worth twenty five grand, And BetMGM gets away with it over and over and over again. Because a lot of you guys just get on the website, make your bet. You don't see how much you're charging. And, and this is why it's a big deal. It's because the more discrepancy there is, or the, 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 the farther you get from a 4% hold, the harder it is to win over the long run. If instead of minus 110 on each side for sports, it were minus 200 and you had to bet $200 to win 100 on each side, that would be, no one would do that, right? Well, then why would you do it on a sliding scale and still give them all of your money because I can't wait to place a bet? It's ridiculous. Don't be so overzealous or so impatient to make a bet that you'll just sign up for the first website you see and immediately start betting. I would highly recommend both DraftKings and FanDuel over BetMGM. And of those, I would highly recommend DraftKings over all of them. Why? Because DraftKings has fair holds, very fair holds, if you compare them to other books across the country. They offer a lot more lines than BetMGM and, Fan, and uh, FanDuel. These are things that good sports bettors look for. To me, the most important thing of any new book is how much is the house holding. And for BetMGM giving you, there may as well be a little middle finger next to every bet on BetMGM.com. It's a horrible website. It's a horrible book with just the worst holds you can find potentially in the industry. I don't want to get in trouble and say it's the worst holds in the industry. There may be some that I just don't know about that are completely terrible. But in terms of the household, how much they try and take back, it's no wonder this article came out with the, the, the uh, who is it here? Um, the chief executive saying, oh, we're putting all this money into advertising. No fucking wonder. You're robbing people blind with these holds. Nobody in their right mind, not the best sports bettors I know, can beat an 8% hold consistently. It's absurd. And this is the problem. Folks, You have. we all have to be better consumers because what's going to happen is they're just going to price out all the good bettors and they're going to charge minus 120, minus 125 on each side and not give a fuck because everyone's betting into it still. So 
If they can keep charging, if Ferrari can keep charging a hundred grand for or name, let's not use Ferrari. If Toyota <laughs> can keep charging a hundred grand for a twenty-five thousand dollar car, or maybe a fifteen thousand dollar car, and you guys keep buying it, why would they lower the price? So, be a smarter sports better. Help me out here. Help me help you and help you help everybody else. Because if we all keep begging these terrible lines, bet MGM's offering, they're going to have no incentive to change. All they're concerned with is getting people in as fast as they can. They're not concerned at all with offering fair prices for anything. So I had to get that off my chest. Again, this article, and we'll we'll post it to our Twitter, it just made my jaw drop. I'm like, this is what BetMGM, and trust me, I've had a couple run-ins with BetMGM lately, and my opinion of them is plummeting. And then I see this article, growth over profit for bet mgm oh my god if you want growth stop screwing everybody over all the time all they're concerned is going toe-to-toe with DraftKings and FanDuel in terms of dollars spent on marketing uh it makes me fucking sick and actually it makes my bank account sick because it's you can't beat it and i'm probably not going to be betting too much more with bet mgm here in the uh, in, in the near future i'll keep some money in there i will compare them to other sports books and when they have a better line which is rare i'll bet with them but i mean i'll tell you what i used to love bet mgm when i first started using them about a month and a half ago i feel like they've raised their hold since then maybe i'm just noticing more but look the the the, the live betting market is even worse once things go live it's almost like they feel like bet mgm feels like they have a built-in excuse hey hey it's live betting what do you expect i mean it get everything that i just talked about gets worse live so bet mgm not a good sports book even though they're spending all this additional money on marketing all right let's move on to some state news here Uh, a couple weeks ago we talked about california how the uh the the tribes the uh, native american tribes were putting together a uh, group of people trying to get signatures to squash the sports betting bill because that would kill their industry. Um, By the way, they don't pay taxes on already. So uh, it passed. What passed was a a sports betting lawsuit that gives 90 extra days for these tribes to collect signatures needed for the ballot, or at least to, to get on the 2020 ballot. So 90 extra days to collect signatures for the tribes in California, and it looks like sports betting is taking another hit in uh, one of the bigger states in the United States of America. I'm not so sure California citizens are going to get sports betting anytime soon. And on the other hand, expect for uh, sports betting in uh, Virginia. Virginia's making some strides here and really working together. And this is what I like to see, that when the people who are in charge, whether it's a gaming commission or in the case of Virginia, it seems like it's the uh, uh, the, the Virginia lottery, when you have a group of people who are trying to get something done and moving in, in one direction, it's so smooth. It's so much easier than the fighting and the politicking that goes on in some of these other states like California. So what has happened is uh, the Virginia lottery is continuing to work to bring sports betting and casino legislation to life. They're doing everything they can to make it happen and make it happen quickly. And it's looking like early 2021, Virginia will be able to launch sports books along with some other uh, betting operations. So very good things going on in Virginia. We like to see when it's, it, it, you don't hit a snag, right? And, and what that says to me is there's no political backlash in Virginia. So those in Virginia, you can expect sports betting in 2021. A little juxtaposition there with California and Virginia. 
And before we wrap up today's show, uh, let's quickly talk about some things that we can bet on here, some fun things. You can now <laughs> bet on who will be named first in the uh, Jelaine Maxwell case. Of course, this is, of course, this is uh, related to Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Jelaine Maxwell taken in last week or a couple weeks ago. As of July 6th, actually, she was moved to a New York City prison as part of the sexual abuse charges. And, uh, yeah, this is all part of the Jeffrey Epstein deal going on. So we're not going to go too deep into the news. We're going to give you the latest odds that were given for the first one to be named in the Jelaine Maxwell case. Glenn Dubin, the favorite at plus, two, at, uh, plus 200. Uh, Ehud Barak, or Ehud Barak, plus 250. Prince Andrew, plus 400, are the top three choices. I'm going down the list a, l- a little bit, though. We're going to go long shot. I'm going Bill Clinton, 10 to 1. Uh, I did not. Have sexual relations with that woman. Yeah, we're going Billy, 10 to 1. Bill Clinton is our pick. Um, And then also you can bet on the Washington new uh, football team name. Of course, they used to be the Redskins. And as of yesterday, actually, I believe the Red Tails were also ruled out. Not exactly sure about that, but I did believe I read that that on uh, Twitter. So the other names that are being tossed around, the generals are the favorite. If you take red tails out, generals are the favorite at four to one. Presidents five to one. Uh, veterans eight to one. Americans ten to one. Yeah, the Americans. It's real creative. I love how there's the presidents' names in here too. The Lincolns are six to one. Are you kidding me? The Washington Lincolns. I know. Uh, uh, the 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 Roosevelts twelve to one. The Jeffersons. <laughs> 20 to one. I mean, these names, I feel like the the author of this article who wrote this. Uh, Luke Mullen. So you go, Luke. I feel like Luke just kind of sat down and just went to town on everything. It's like the the word association game. Everything he could, he could think of to do with Washington D.C. I mean, we're talking capitals, veterans, monument. The monuments are ten to one. The memorials are ten to one. Can we not do any better than this? I have. I mean, for for one of my favorites, I don't know. The Hogs are fifty to one. The Arlingtons are twenty five to one. I don't like any of these. I like the Capitals, but yeah, it's already taken from the other, another team right down the street. So, I don't know. I think these are all stupid. And I think that if they do change the name, don't they have to go... I don't know, actually. I don't want to try and get in the minds of the Washington Redskins owners. That's got to be a deep, dark place to be. So, whatever it is, I'm, nothing there jumps out the page to me. What about you guys? What do you think? Let me know on Twitter, at SharpAnglePod. All right, that does it for today's show. And I didn't mean to shit on MGM. Everything I'm saying is 100% true with them. I mean, just do the math yourself. And if you want to know how to do the math on those house uh, uh, odds, or excuse me, the household, go to a website, aceodds.com, aceodds.com, and look for their odds converter. When you find that, it's easy. Just type in the odds to the American section, and it'll, it'll give you an implied probability. So what you do is add up all of the bets in one given bet on the American section. So if you have plus 200 and minus 175, you just put that in the American, add up what the percentages are, what the implied probability is, and whatever whatever it adds up to, however many percent it is above 100, that's the household. So if it adds up to 106%, the household is 6%. If it adds up to 111%, which you might get on BetMGM, the household is 11%. So do it for yourself. Take a look at BetMGM's household next time. Tell me I'm crazy or just find a new sports book. We'll talk to you next time. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.